Don't be surprised when a narcissist walks back into your life and acts like nothing has happened. The abuse that happened, the yelling, the screaming, the arguing that just ensued, watch them walk back in and have no apology, no discussion, no talking through the matter. And when you bring it up, they act almost like it's an inconvenience or they act almost like it's a problem that you're even bringing it up because it's not that big of a deal. It's already in the past. They already moved past it. Did you have a narcissist that did this to you? Does this sound familiar? I want to kind of walk through a little bit of why this actually happens inside this video and hopefully break it down for you to be able to make you understand what's actually happening in this toxic relationship and the dynamic that you're in. If you're new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness of narcissistic abuse. If you haven't already, hit subscribe, like, rate, review. If you're listening on the podcast, thanks so much. We're going to dive in today of why the narcissist and what happens when the narcissist comes back into your life acting like nothing ever happens. But one of the first things that goes on is this art of pretending. Like the narcissist walks in and he pretends like nothing's ever happened. And it's an aspect of gaslighting, of trying to deny past actions, trying to deny things that have happened in the past by creating this facade of, I'm innocent. Like, I don't know what you're even talking about. And oftentimes when they do this is to have you get to the place where you start to disbelieve that the thing that just happened, the yelling, the abuse, the trauma, whatever just happened, wasn't that big of a deal. You see this episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. As a narcissist, if I can convince the other person that, hey, what I just did to you wasn't that big of a deal, you'll accept it more. So when he's doing this, he's trying to get you to accept more of the stuff that he's doing. So if he's yelling at you and then walks back in the room and acts like nothing happened and it wasn't that big of a deal, it's to be able to precondition you to act and to fall in line in one sense to have him yell at you even more. So when this happens, expect it to happen more and more over a period of time. You'll see narcissistic relationships that ramp up and you see it get worse and worse and worse in the relationship because as they do this, you start to accept more. There starts to be more that happens inside the relationship against you. So when a narcissist does this, it's this idea of like, let me deny what just happened by just coming in and pretending like nothing happened at all. Okay. So it's not even coming in and being like, that didn't happen. It's coming in and just acting like everything's great. So you have this big argument. He punches you or he punches the wall and all of a sudden he walks back in. He's like, you know, I'm thinking pizza tonight. Like, what are you, what are you hungry for? And you're just like, it's almost like you're speechless because you're like, it doesn't even make sense. Well, I'd have you understand that it doesn't make sense to you because of the frame of reference and because it's illogical to do. I get it. But for a narcissist, a lot of times it makes sense because that gets compartmentalized. That gets pushed to the side. Now, say for instance, I do something that is abusive and I want to forget about it and I want the other person to forget about it. First person that has to try to forget about it is me. Like I have to be at the place of like, okay, that didn't happen. Now, does a narcissist consciously always think this or like sit down and like plan this out? No, I'm trying to break it down for you. So a narcissist might go through this, this emotion, this feeling of like what I just did was bad. Okay. He knows it's bad. That's why he does it in public. I mean, that's why he does it in private, not in public. He knows it's bad. And then that in turn opens up this aspect of like, that means I am bad. 
That goes against who I am. That goes against the, the mass, the facade of what I want to believe of who I am to everybody else. So that cannot exist in my world. So therefore, let me box it up. Let me put it to the side and say, that didn't happen. Now, I'm saying that in my mind to myself, that didn't happen. And I say it enough to myself that it didn't happen. So when I walk back into the relationship, I could say, hey, what's for supper? What's going on? Because I don't want the other person to believe it happened either. If they don't believe it happened and I don't believe it happened, then I can continue moving forward with the mask, with the facade of I'm a great person, I'm a great guy. So this is one of the lies that I believed for many years and one of the lies that was infiltrated into my marriage of me showing up, doing something negative, abusive, yelling, whatever it might be, and then coming back in and acting like it didn't even happen. Nurses will use this by having a facade of innocence, acting like their actions were inconsequential or they didn't even happen at all. It gets confusing for you and unsettling because you're like, but there should be an apology. There should be an acknowledgement. Can't you even see this? And oftentimes you get stuck in the place of like looking for closure for specific things they did or said to you, but they'll never do that because doing that would actually have to admit that they did something wrong. So therefore they are wrong. So therefore they're bad. And that goes against the mask. Hopefully that makes sense kind of breaking it down. Like imagine you might be at a place in the relationship where you just got emotionally manipulated, like yelled at, belittled, whatever it might be. And it could be in a moment or it could be over a period of time. And all of a sudden narcissist comes back into the room or he re-enters your life and doesn't even acknowledge the past actions, doesn't acknowledge the things that he's done to you. It's almost like these hurtful experiences never even occurred Oftentimes, like I said, leaving you in a state of disbelief. Now, we're kind of dancing around the subject of gaslighting, like just the web of deception that happens with gaslighting and with manipulation. So gaslighting is when a narcissist comes into your life and distorts your reality, okay? Distorts what you see, distorts what you believe, distorts your perception of what just happened. So it could just be, hey, this just happened, and then he's denying that it even happened when you bring it up. You're like, how could you even talk to me like this? I can't believe you said this. And he's like, I didn't say that. What are you talking about? It starts to make you doubt and to question the things that just happened. Recently, I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw a video, uh, like a like a fake video of someone doing an interview and a guy that had like a beer on the interview. And all of a sudden she was like, are you drinking on the interview? And he was like, yeah, I'm day drinking to like cut off the buzz. And she's like, I don't think we're a good fit. And he's like, move the can out of the camera. And he was like, well, let's just pretend that that never happened. Let's start the interview again. And she was like, but you were just drinking, day drinking on the camera. And he was like, drinking? No, I wasn't. And it like went straight into this whole gaslighting effect of him trying to convince the other person that the reality of what she just saw wasn't real. This is what a narcissist does to you every single day, every single moment, where a lot of times you see different things. Did you just do that? Did you just kick the dog? Did you just yell at the kids? Did you just, and all of a sudden they're like, no, I didn't do that. That wasn't me. Like I disciplined, I did this. I like, they'll use all different types of things to try to persuade and to influence the outcome of what you just saw. So gaslighting is this whole aspect of being able to change your perception of reality. With manipulation, it goes hand in hand of like go-to tactics of what do I need to do when I re-enter your life to be able to communicate and confuse you to the place where I can stay in your life and you don't hold me accountable for the things that I've done in the past or in a couple minutes before when I walked in the door, okay? Using all these things helps you doubt yourself. 
Like this is where it like is enabling of like you're doubting yourself because of what they're actually pushing on you. So it's no wonder that in the relationship or out of the relationship, you get to a place where you're confused, where you're completely confused and you're like, I don't know what to believe. I feel like I'm stuck in a fog. Oftentimes this leads into depression. This leads into anxiety. It leads into high stress. This then affects your physical body, affects your motivation, affects your drive. All these things start to get affected so much, it makes it hard for you to even function. Then it further pushes you down into the pit and it makes you feel even worse. And back and forth and back and forth. This whole aspect of gaslighting and manipulating is for the narcissist to avoid accountability, to erase the bad things that they've done in the past and to lead you into confusion and self-doubt so you don't make a move to work on yourself or to be free from the narcissist. This is the thing is like the narcissist will make sure that you get subservient to them. He'll make sure that you do like that he does things to be able to confuse you and manipulate you so that you are confused about what's actually happening. So another piece of this is regaining control. And this comes into the power play. And the power play is when the narcissist is coming back in to regain control over the narrative. Sometimes you'll have a narcissist that will come back into the relationship, not even because he wants you or he wants the relationship, but just so he can get control over the narrative. Sometimes we see narcissists that will beg and plead so much to be back with you. And as soon as they're back with you, then he dumps you and he moves on. He divorces, whatever it might be. Because when this happens, he then can get in front of and can control the narrative. Well, I tried to give her one more chance. It just didn't work out. I tried to do this. I tried to get her to go to counseling. I tried to get her to go to therapy, but it just didn't work out. She wasn't willing to go. She didn't do this, all this kind of stuff and try to blame you. But a lot of times it has to be them getting back in control of the narrative. So when a narcissist comes back in your life and enters it as like nothing has ever happened, one of the strategies is just to regain control over it so that he's in control. Because when he's away from the abusive time or away from the abusive moment, like you have control of the narrative because you know it, you remember it. But then he comes back in and he's like, nothing happened. Like it wasn't that big of a deal. What should we do for dinner? starts to get control over the narrative and starts to get control over you. You see, we talk a lot of times about narcissists wanting control. At the end of the day, it's not always that they want control over you. A big part of it is control of the narrative. You just are a byproduct of them controlling the narrative. So if the narrative is, I have to be a good person, I have to be a good dad, I have to look good on the outside, I just did something that is against that, I need to come back in, act like nothing happened to control the narrative so that you get confused and fall under my control of the narrative. Do you see what I mean? This happens a lot of times in narcissistic abuse. It happens a lot to make sure that you stay confused, stuck in the fog, and not able to be free. That's the piece that we want to be able to help people move forward and to be able to grow in themselves to be free. If you want to be free today from narcissistic abuse and the crazy making that happens in it, I want you to go to claritychallenge.net to sign up for our 45-day Clarity Challenge that will help you walk through the necessary steps to be free from the mental and the emotional crazy torture feeling of not having clarity about your current situation. If you want to interact with me one-on-one, you can go to rawmotivations.com. We'd love to be able to help you there. Move forward in your growth, healing, change, and your development. Just remember today as you watch this and wherever you are right now, there's no excuse for narcissistic abuse.